Hi, this is Jay Sunhalter, ESPN3 analyst and former Pirate football tight end. And you're listening to the Sports Objective Podcast, the unofficial podcast of the Pirates. Welcome into the Sports Objective Podcast, uh, coming to you on a very rainy Thursday afternoon, a matinee for you, and um, there you see on the right side of the screen, very excited to be joined by the newest member of Joe Dooley's staff at East Carolina, Antoine Jackson. Coach, welcome in. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Thank you for having me. Absolutely. We appreciate you coming on. Um, This is something uh, you got hired back that first week of July, so this is something we've wanted to work out since then. Glad we were finally able to do so. And um, like I was saying, just this nasty weather, Coach, um, this would be a nice day to be inside. Me and G's watching some basketball. Yeah, it will be, right? <laughs> so, yeah, ho- hopefully Pirate Nation will be able to get uh, out to Williams Arena, Minji's Coliseum at some point this year. Um, but let's just start off and just talk about your relationship with Coach Rockefort. I know uh, you had some ties with Derek Kellogg uh, from your time at Marshall, excuse me, Marshall, UMass in Memphis. UMass. So, so just talk about your path to East Carolina when this job came open. Well, uh, you know, I've, I've, I've no, actually known Coach Kellogg, uh, Derek Kellogg, since actually before I actually got into college coaching. So um, we actually played on a men's league team together and um he he used to always joke with me he said man when i you know when i when i get a job man you know i'm, I'm gonna hire you uh and it was just it was funny how years later and he got a, you know he got the head job at umass and he ended up calling me and i and i went with him uh but then throughout the you know throughout your time my time in the business i i met you know came across uh you know coach rock and um you know just because that you know Derek so close to you know Coach Cal and that whole group was close together. So that's how our relationship kind of came about. Um, and then while I was at University of Cincinnati, I worked with Darren Savino, who's really good friends with Coach Dooley. And you know, being in the business, you know, being around, you cross paths, you develop relationships. Um, and then I, you know, I go to I go to Virginia Tech, and you know, after you know, after a year there, something you know, uh, something came open here, and and he, you know, he talked to me about it, um, and I, I'm very interested, and I, you know, I, I wanted to do it, and um, on the strength of I know him, I know I know Joe, I'm very confident in his, you know, in his abilities. I know, I know he's going to get it turned around, okay, and, and build it here. And I wanted to be a part of that. So knowing him and Coach Rock coming in here, that made my decision easy. Absolutely, um, that's what I've. I'm a lifelong pirate, and uh, when Coach Dooley was here the first time back in my, I guess, middle school and high school days, and um, that's what I was extremely disappointed and, dis- and disagreed with. Uh, firing when um, he decided to part ways with coach back then but uh, mm-hmm. I was always hopeful that he would return and I, I'm like you I fully believe that we're going to develop this program into a consistent winner uh, so just talk about having been at Cincinnati um, East Carolina we've had our glimpses we've had those uh, isolated wins so to speak on where you've seen Minji's and the potential it has and I know um, that that staff you were on at Cincinnati you came in to came into Williams Arena Minji's Coliseum and, and just and talk about the um, atmosphere there um, when you were on the opposing side. Well, to be honest with you, uh, we'd never seen to really play well coming here. Uh, actually, ironically, my, my last year at Cincinnati, we lost here. Um, but we never really played great. I, I want to say maybe one time I thought we played, you know, we played what I would consider, okay, we played really well and, you know, and we won. Um, but I mean, it's hard being, you know, you're on the other side and, you know, 
your guys just think they're just gonna come in here and you know and, and they're just gonna come in here and, and, and win and that's not that's not east carolina's fault <laughs> so um but we when i was at umass we actually played here um and we played here it was a night game um actually we were up in the first half i would say you know pretty much had it in control and the ecu made a made a run late crowd got into the game um and you know the kids were rowdy and and uh we we, we squeaked out of here i mean we could have lost that game uh but i do remember being you know loud and you know rattled our guys a little bit you know uh, being uncomfortable on the road i mean it happens you know with, with in college athletics um but i i mean hey, this place if you can get it you know get it you know get the get the kids in here and get and get people in here i mean this 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 could be a hard you know this could be a hard place to play for sure now correct me if, correct me if i'm wrong coach but that that umass team that you were a part of when when y'all came in y'all were pretty high scoring right didn't didn't you average about 80 points a game or something? yeah 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 we were a high scoring team but you know we weren't known for a defensive team but we you know we really pushed the pace i mean uh you know uh you know, DK as we call him, DK want to play fast, really fast. Um, and it, I want to say it was early on in in, in, my, in our tenure there. It might have been my first or second year um, there. Now my last year there, we were we were good. My last year there, we were we were good. Matter of fact, we went to the NIT, the Final Four, of the NIT. Um, my last year there, um, but early, early on, yeah, we we wanted to play fast. Yeah, we wanted to play fast. Yeah. Yeah, so um, being able to get a coach with your connections and knowing so much about the American, having spent seven years at, at Cincinnati, uh, that was just a tremendous high for Coach Dooley, uh, like we've been saying. Uh, so just talk about in the last two-plus months, obviously it's a much different time that we're living in right now. Uh, everything, uh, take us through uh, the process and um, your protocols and everything with COVID. And I know coaches are, are at least – uh, in the not so distance past, if not now, you guys are wearing gloves on when y'all are having your small group workouts. Everybody has their yeah. own basketball, their own yeah. water bottle, and all yeah. of those sorts of things. So, so just take us through that and uh, where things currently are. Well, I mean, we're doing everything we can possibly, and this coming from that's not even just like how we feel, but like the doctor. So they, they, you know, the doctors, you know, the athletic administration, they feel like we're doing everything possible to make this environment, you know, safe for, you know, for our players. Uh, but, um, we do small, small groups. Now we have done some team stuff here, you know, this week. Um, so, uh, you know, that's, that's, just going to be, you know, touch and go, you know, we get, we could do it, you know, how long we can, you know, this, as long as we don't have any hiccups. But before that, we were doing small groups, maybe three, four at a time. You know, each coach, you were a player at a at a basket. You got a, you got two balls. We'll have two balls there. We have, you know, you have a manager there too. So whoever that player is, say it's say it's Jaden Gardner. Okay, we're the only people that should touch his ball now obviously if the ball goes and bounces it takes a long bounce or something like that you know somebody will just tap it over there real quick or you know kick it over or something um coach Dooley's normally roaming around so it may be him but as soon as he does that he's going over to the table and we have a big squirt bottle of uh it's like a some type of hand sanitizer solution so and he's you know and that's with gloves on you know, he's got gloves on. We all wear masks. Um, you know, our managers are wearing masks. Um, and even when we come, you know, the only time we come together, we'll come together maybe a little bit during the workout. Say maybe we're working on, uh, let's just say, coming off ball screens. And we might be going at one basket. And we'll make sure the guys are spaced out so they're not standing over top of each other while they're waiting for the next guy to go. Um at the end, we normally do something where um, he calls them pressure shots. So he might say, we could have Jaden and uh, we could have uh, Batumba 
and you might just say, Jaden, your shot in the left corner, you know, Batumba, your shot in the right corner. And, you know, but the guys are spaced out with that. And even when we do that, that um, segment, it's, it's the end of the workout. You're still using the same ball that you were using at the basket that when we were, you know, doing our, doing our skill workout. Um, so that's pretty much how it's been. Um, and this is the first week we've done, uh, we did two days, uh, where we did the, you know, the, the entire team where everybody, you know, kind of was, you know, we were, I mean, it was just a regular team workout. So, um, and even still, when you go in the gym, everybody has their own towel. We got these hooks up on the wall that's spaced out. So you got to use your own towel. You have your own water bottle and it's, it's a little different now. So the players have to remember. When it, and it happens, you know, they forget. They'll come in the workout, you know, and, and the coaches say, all right, you know, get, get your water. But normally the manager has a, you know, a holder that has all the bottles in it. He normally brings around. We can't we can't do that now. So the guys have to individually remember to bring your bottle in it, your water bottle. So it's common. A lot of them just have, oh, coach, I got, you know, they got to go back to the locker room, and, you know, and, and get the, you know, and get their bottle. So, uh, but it's, it's fine. That's it's part of it. Coach, you started naming some of the personnel there. Uh, you mentioned Batumba and different ones. Um, yeah. There was a graphic, I, I want to say it was tweeted out by at ECU Basketball um, here within the last couple of days, uh, just talking yeah. about, uh, of course, the major roster overhaul that Coach Dooley and staff executed <laughs> prior to last season. Uh, now, and, and that was just almost unheard of. Uh, now this year you have essentially, you have most guys back, 100% of games started, 97.3% of points scored, uh, almost 97% of assists, et cetera, et cetera. So, mm -hmm. uh, so just talk about over these last couple months how you've gotten to know some of that personnel, and um, and we'll talk about some of the strides um, that you've seen guys make in, in, the last, in the last several weeks. So, like I told you earlier, um, my last year at Cincinnati, we actually lost here. That's, that was Coach Dooley's first year. Uh, Jaden Gardner is the only player that was on that team uh, that's, you know, presently here now. Um, so, you know, like you said, having a, I mean, that's unheard of, man. What, 11 new guys, I think, he, I think it was, you know, last year's team. That's, I mean, that's beyond, I mean, the biggest classes I can remember that I've ever been a part of, which you really having to work guys in. We had, one time in Cincinnati, I think we had like six, maybe six new guys. And it was it was after we lost Sean Kilpatrick. And we had to bring in like, we brought in three Juco kids, two who ended up starting. And that was hard. And that was hard. Um, so I can only imagine what going through last year was with all the new pieces. So now we fast forward to now. Um, you know, having everyone back is a is a good thing because now you have continuity. Okay, guys know his uh, you know his you know Coach Dooley's system. They know what he wants, what he's you know what he's expecting. Guys, uh, guys have a clear picture of that now. Um, so going into your second year, that you know, there's a jump that that should take place. Um, we only have two freshmen. Um, Derek, we call him Fifi, uh, and Noah. I mean, that's, you know, those are the two, you know, those are the two, everybody else has been here. So, um, so you don't have to worry about, you know, teaching the, the whole team like he did, like he did last year. Now, uh, we haven't played a lot competitively yet. Um, just because of, you know, like we said, the, the times that we in, you know, keeping each other apart. Um, but I will say this, we, we've done every shooting drill imaginable, okay? Every, you know, from catching shoots on the move, uh, you know, off certain actions, um, shooting games, shooting competition. Um, so one thing about last year's team, last year's team wasn't a very good shooting team. Uh, you know, I want to say that as a team, it was under, you know, it's like 28% from three or something like that. Um, and the two best guys shot 32. 
for the you know for the year i want to say it was it was jj and it was tristan um tristan is gonna make a big jump tristan is really he he, he can be a, he, he should be in before he's done he should be an all-conference player in this league he should um you know jj coming from junior college into you know division one basketball it's a learning curve and he actually shot the three better in league play than he did and out of conference so he actually he was uh, he might have been the only guy i think that got better um i want to say in league play shot like maybe like 34 or something like that so those two guys in particular we can get them to you know 30 you know the high 30s you know 37 38 um and and everybody else you know improve which i think we shoot the ball better than the numbers than the numbers show just you know just from doing the stuff that we're doing um but then again you know it's not in the real game it's not after you're running up and down three and four times you get a little tired and then the ball finds you and then can you make it when you open you know or you know or when the pressure's on so that's you know those are different shots than just in a shooting drill so i'll have a more clear picture of that as we progress into you know actual competitive play yeah you talk about jj miles i was able to attend uh, some of those games in the spring as far as uh i think cincinnati um some of the weekend games with my with me being in the greater charlotte area it's tough to make it down unfortunately for weeknight games but uh yeah uh, I made it through Cincinnati, Temple, and some others. And um, you, like you're saying, J.J. Miles certainly improved as the year went on. And uh, you saw his confidence. He, he was wanting the ball, whereas other guys, um, maybe not so much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, J.J., he's, uh, he's, a, he's a confident he's a confident player. Uh, he, plays with, he plays with swag. Uh, and uh, he, you know, he, he, should, he should make, again – juco guys they make a big jump in their second year i mean uh, my experience that's always been the been the case and tristan newton uh, i remember when uh, we got the word that uh, he was coming to east carolina and i watched his film i said i don't care who the guy's playing against so i didn't know exactly how good the competition was but uh, I, I said, "What is you, what are UTEP and some of those programs out there? What are, what are they? Uh, why are they passing on this guy?" Man, it happens. Yeah. It happens. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I, I hate to keep you know, I can only go back on my experiences, but Gary Clark, who played for us at Cincinnati, is from like an hour, you know, and a half, less than an hour and a half from here. He's from Clayton, right outside Raleigh. None of the ACC schools recruited him none of them and he was a great player for us they playing in the nba um so i mean those things happen man you know tristan you know i'll tell you what texas texas is a big state as we all know and they have a lot of pockets down there um of guys that just come you know they just come under the radar you know but hey coach rock knows their region very well he's been around a long time he knows a lot of people, and if the people you know and trust stamps a guy and say, "Hey, look, coach, this kid can, you know, this this kid is going to be a good player for you," um, you know, your relationships at a, you know, at a at a place, you know, at, at East Carolina, a place like this, even you know, we were at Cincinnati, you know, you don't have like a great recruiting base. Um, and when I say that, I'm saying that it's not like being in dc new york where you just got you know or chicago where you just you know you walking out the door and you know you can on your way home you can see 10 or you know 10 or 20 real players you want to have just not like that so you, here's where you depend on your relationships um and that's what you know we, we talk about as a staff all the time you know we got to depend on our relationships here that you know that we've encountered throughout our years and you're going trust certain guys on on players and you know i'm sure tristan's is one of them guys just like that he's good he's good yeah when we, when we talk about uh, jj miles and how he wanted the ball last year uh, tristan newton um 
That's what, I'm trying to remember some of the games he just really put us on his back and made clutch plays down the stretch in ball games. And um, one of the things that really jumped out about him is his assist to turnover ratio yeah. as a yes. true freshman in the league like freshman. the American. Yes, yes. So that's another thing. When teams don't win, certain statistics just throw, you know, you, you, they stand right out. Turnovers, you know, in our sport, turnover, any sport, turnovers. But assist to turnover is, is one of them, okay? Teams that don't win, they turn the ball over a lot. Teams that win a lot don't turn the ball over a lot. Uh, and for him coming in, you know, being a primary, you know, being in a position where he's a primary ball handler, and, and uh, I mean, he was almost two to one, you know, as a, as a you know, as a freshman. Um, so we need to get more guys, <laughs> you know, in uh, in in his range, uh, especially when you got you know your primary ball handlers. I mean, they can't. If you can't play, I mean, you watch these football games. I mean, football is a sport, but you turn it over, you can't win. You can't win. Right. And it's, it's the same here. You can't get a ball to the other team. You know, I mean, uh, we, we always, uh, you got to, you got to, first, you got to learn how to not give the game away before you actually learn how to win. So protecting the ball, which actually is the first line of your transition defense is, running good offense so you don't put yourself in a position where you got bad floor balance so uh so we'll we'll, we'll get we'll get um I, I feel good about us being better at that um, while we're on the backcourt let's talk about um Tremont robinson white um last year he was battling injuries yeah. so, so how, how's he coming along and uh, him and uh Pig jackson yeah um Trey's been shooting. He's been shooting the ball well, you know, um, better than what his uh, his numbers showed. I, I think he's he's ready to make a you know he's ready to make a jump. Now we hadn't gone gone up and down yet, so with him, you know, being one of the smaller guys, you know, that's when you're gonna be able to see um, really where he's at. Um, you know, uh, Tyree Pig, tough, works hard. Um, He's a soldier. He's a soldier. Um, he's gonna. He's gonna be. He's gonna be ready. I feel. You know. I feel. I feel good about. I feel good about him. Um, so he. You know. He's another guy. Like he shoots the ball. You know. Again, I think he shoots the ball better than his. You know. His numbers show. Uh, you know. I, I really like his competitive. Uh, his competitive spirit. You know. Is. Uh, he's a tough kid too. So. You you can you can win you can win with guys with guys like that. Yeah, that's the thing with with Pig and games last year when he went through that stretch where he missed probably twenty threes in a row, but it didn't affect the other aspects of his game. He was still diving right. on, diving on the floor, jumping over the scores table, and um, just making plays like that or attempting to make plays like that, where um, where Pirate Nation came to their feet and really applauded his effort. So we had a play. We had a play yesterday. Okay, so um, we did a little half court five on five uh, segment, and um, we, you know, working on a couple, a um, couple things with our defense. And um, so we started letting them play a little bit. You know, we got we got to start there first before we go full court. And um, to end the possession, and it actually was like this. If the offense scored, they won, and it was sudden death. And if the defense got to stop, they won. So, Pig's team's on defense. And it was a long rebound, and Pig's diving on the floor, you know, securing the ball, you know, sliding, you know, sliding out of bounds. I mean, it was, that was a great play, you know, and all the guys running over there, you know, screaming, you know, screaming. It was, it was great. You know, I, I even – I was on the other side of the floor. I even ran over there, you know to him you know clapping and, and all that so uh, that's yeah he, he'll he he'll do that he'll do that because i remember watching um uh, was a tulsa game here tulsa game here and uh i, I want to say he, he 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 missed a lot you know in a row but he still like it didn't 
it didn't phase him with taking the next one. And that's what so much we talk about these guys, like when we're doing shooting drills. And, you know, they get frustrated when they miss a couple. You know, they get frustrated, you know. But, you know, we always talk about worrying about the next shot. Worry about the next one. Worry about the next one. Got to have a short memory. Got to have a short memory. It's like a cornerback in football, man. You get beat. You get beat on a play. You got to have a short memory because, you know, it's coming right back at you. So that's the mentality that you you have to have. You can't worry about – I mean, I know everybody wants to score score points and make every shot. It's not realistic. You're not going to make every shot. We know the guys aren't trying to miss. You know, we know that. You just got to – you can't worry – you can't let um, missing shots affect with how you play. But, and I know, it's, I know it's hard. I know it's common nation. But it's hard. You, you can't win because the next thing you know, you worry about – not making a shot down there, you come back on defense, you forget an assignment, you're worried about that. So uh, tough-minded, you know, being tough-minded definitely helps. Coach, I, obviously I know you can't talk about the three commitments we have for the 2021 class because um, we had a question. Uh, I know you can't address this directly, but uh, just generally speaking, um, and Jason, we'll get to these guys later on and we'll talk more about them when it's just uh, me and my co-host. But, um, Coach, and just talk about, generally speaking, um, now that we have three commitments, assuming we're able to uh, sign those guys, um, just talk about what, what we're looking for um, with the rema- remaining scholarships in this class. Uh, I think another, uh, you know, a, a, a combo, you know, point, you know, somebody – a playmaker, uh, you know, with the ball, because I think you can, you can play. Um, I mean, we've seen it dual point guards and it works. Uh, so to have, you know, to have another guy, cause you know, pigs, you know, pigs, a senior, um, Tremont will be, you know, a senior when that guy comes in. So, you know, you have, uh, you know, really you have, you have Noah, and um and Tristan. You know, Tristan's can 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 do both. Um, you know, and then if you know if you had to go small, small, you know, you could play three guards and he could be the biggest guard. So I mean Tristan Tristan allows you flexibility because of his size as a guard and his skill set. So um, you know, I'd say another another guy in that department and uh, um, you know, then you're losing, you know, JJ, so you lose him, you know statistically your 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 best shooter so to have another taller wing guy um you know that can that can uh that's a good perimeter shooter um i'd I'd say those would be the you know the two areas uh on top of what you know we're really happy about uh the um the you know the verbals that we that we have um they're going to be really good players. And one of the guys that's there right now, a tremendous get, uh, Noah Farrakhan, uh, Coach Dooley, capitalizing on his uh, New Jersey ties. Yeah. So so just talk about uh, – because I've uh, – and, again, I know you can't uh, specifically talk about recruits, but just recruits in general, uh, they're referencing uh, guys like Noah Farrakhan, you know, like East Carolina, yeah. has, East Carolina has something going on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when I – and Noah, he has a, I mean, he has, I mean, people know who, they know who he is. Um, and it doesn't matter whether it's, you know, East Coast guys, uh, guys down South. I'm like, wow. Like, you know, he's, he's talented though. I mean, I, I mean, I, I, I saw him play. First time I saw him play, he was like 14 or 15. So he's always had a, you know, had a, had a, had a, had a big rep. Uh, he's talented though. He's talented. Um, you know, things, you know, he, he just does things that harder things for somebody else. He makes them look easy. Um, you know, now this is a different, you know, different arena coming into what he's coming into. It's gonna be the hardest things he's ever done. Um, you know, playing, you know, playing gets bigger, stronger, faster, you know, but, he ain't that big and strong, but man, he's he's explosive. He's quick. He's athletic. Um, 
you know, he his instincts. He's got really good basketball instincts. Um, now again, we haven't gone up and down. So when it starts to get faster and the things start to get harder, um, you know, will he make simple and easy, simple and easy, as opposed to making the because he, you know, he's he's gifted, so he's used to making the, you know, trying to make stuff happen. Which you don't want to take away, never want to take away a player's, uh, you know, his uh, his aggressiveness and his, uh, you know, to innovate. You, you don't want to take his creativity away. So, love his instincts. You know, you just got to encourage him. I think that with with a player like him, you just got to be encourage him. Say, hey. You know, let's let's be simple and easy. I don't want to take away your creativity. Let's be simple and easy. And that, you know, that's just gonna happen, you know, with as he gets more mature, as he gets into the fire, he he sees it like, whoa, okay, now I see what y'all mean. So I mean, that, right. that's gonna happen. Earlier you referenced Jaden Gardner and how he is the only guy that was part of the pirate program when mm-hmm. uh, when you came in a couple years ago. So just talk about Jaden and the strides um, in the time that you've been here that you may have seen him make. I know he's wanting to continue to develop that outside shot. And mm-hmm. Coach Dooley uh, referenced him. He hasn't been a bad defender by any means, but uh, just getting Jaden to develop even more defensively. Yep, yep. So, uh, he's you know, he's another one. Uh, Saw him play, you know, when he played with the team loaded North Carolina team from when they were 15 under, 16 under. And he was, you know, hard nosed, you know, was undersized for being a front court player, but he still was productive. Um, and even when, you know, when, when ECU beat us uh, in Coach Dooley's first year, he was, you know, he was productive. That was his freshman year. Um, so, you know, you know, he don't make it look pretty. But he gets the job done. I mean, guy, guy average nine, you know, nineteen and you know, nineteen almost ten, man. I mean, that's 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 big time stats, big time stats. Uh, but yeah, his uh, you know, the perimeter shot. I think you know, you got to get to the point. He's got to get to the point where you can make a, a open one, you know. And you don't need to make a living, you know, staying out there trying to prove everybody, you know, trying to prove everybody wrong and all that. Just do what you're good at. Um, you know, offensive rebounding, he's good at that. I mean, he, he just, you know, he, he gets after it. Now, in being a high usage rate offensive player, you know, then you got to go down and, you know, you got to do the same thing on defense. So um, he'll continue to get better. He'll continue to get better. I think, you know, as he gets in, you know, we all – actually, all of us, you know – all of our guys are getting better shape. They're able to do that. Um, but I think a lot of times, you know, you feel like you got, you know, you got to shoulder all the load. I think now he's got enough around him, but, you know, you don't feel like he have to go out there every game and get, you know, 25 and 15 just to have a chance to win, you know. So we got other guys now. So, you know, the confidence level that other guys can pick up the load. And then what happens is he might get those same numbers and be more efficient because, the shots are easier, you know, where they, they, they can't just, they can't just try to take him out because you got Tristan's emerge emerging and, you know, JJ's taking the next step and Tremont has taken the next step and, you know, Pig has gotten better. And in addition of Noah, um, you know, having, you know, Luigi didn't play last year. So having Luigi out there, uh, I've been impressed with him. Um, but J- James, I mean, he's a great, you know, on top of being a really good basketball player, he's even a better human. Uh, really nice kid, you know, coachable. Uh, come, you know, comes in and works on it again, you know, outside of what we're doing. Um, so, uh, you know, and as far as leadership, uh, you know, he's a guy, lead, lead by example guy. You know, probably got to get, you know, more vocal um that's just not that's not you know his, his nature but he's a he's a really good lead by example guy because he, he gonna do the right thing he actually reminds me a lot of gary clark in the sense of 
you know, when you coach him and you got to, you know, you get after him a little bit, you know, he ain't, you know, he not going to curl up. He not going to, you know, he not going to think like he want to talk back to, you You know, he, and keeps on going, you know. Um, so it's very similar in that, in that regard. Yeah, you actually read my mind, Coach. That's going to be my next question as far as his leadership. And because um, I knew Coach Dooley just talking about uh, not only the tremendous player, but the tremendous young man Jaden is, uh, how he wishes, wishes he would be a little more vocal. So yeah. hopefully, hopefully that will come because when it's coming from a guy who uh, has certainly proven himself time and again, yep. it's going to carry that much more weight. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. So you reference Luigi. Uh, you say Luigi is uh, progressing well, coming off his injury. So yeah. just talk about him, uh, Edra Luster, Charles Coleman, yeah. and also uh, the freshman Derek Fifi Kwanzaa, and um, how those guys are looking in the front court. Yeah, uh, I'll tell you what. That group, uh, they work at it. They work at it. Uh, they're in here a lot outside of um you know what what we're doing uh you know charles should make a you know should make a big jump from being a freshman coming to a sophomore his body looks great um he's improved his uh his shooting uh heck he made you know yesterday he made you know made one uh 17 18 for yesterday uh in live action um you know, Luigi, man, he 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 gets after it. I always say that he, he really works hard. He plays hard. He's he you know he's got it, he's got it in him when he's got a you know he plays angry. You know he tries to dunk the ball. He tries to tear the rim down. You know, um, and you need that. You know, uh, you know Ed, Edra. You know he's he's coming. You know he's coming along. Very skilled. Um, you know, I think with him. Smolder got to get running a little, a little more, um, but he's got it in him. Just that you know, you got to do it. You got to do it. Uh, you know, consistently. Uh, but again, we haven't went up and down yet, so uh, we'll 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 see how uh, you know see how that go. Uh, I would say that, but Batumba shot the cover off the ball. He shot the cover off the ball. Um, Fifi, you know, young, you know, he's athletic. He actually he made a block shot the other day, uh, not yesterday, but the day before, Tuesday. Uh, somebody turned and you know I forgot who it was. Thought they were going just easy jump hook, and all of a sudden, you know Fifi springs up and just you know blocked it. And he didn't block it so hard that it went out of bounds. He got it, you know, and got back in, you know, kept it in play uh, for his team. But he, he, you know, he 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 he's raw. He's got you know he's got a ways to go. Um, in the sense, you know, he, he you know his his skills and and his um, you know, aren't where the other guys are. But now, his athleticism, his energy level, you know, what I mean, he wins all the all the sprints. He I mean, he he runs circles around you know the the big guys. I mean, we do four core sprints. He comes in first every time every time he's he's looking back and you know you know like the road like he's a road runner or something so uh i, I just think he he's he'll figure it out he can he can just block shots screen and roll you know catch and finish you know simple stuff he you know he'll, he'll be able to impact you know he, he has things that he can do to impact the game you know from an athletic standpoint um you know now He's, you know, he's young and he's got other guys in front of him that will it happen right away, you know. Um, you know, I might, you know, it might, it might take a little bit, but he's, he's got, you know, he, he's got some uh, athleticism and things where he can impact the game at some point. Um, uh, you know, Miles, you know, Miles James, uh, the wing guy, he can shoot. Um, he's another guy, plays with a little chip. Uh, which you like guys like that. Um, so everybody has had, you know, you know, has had their, you know, ha- having their, their moments and I can see where they're going to be able to, you know, to help us. Uh, 
you know, in regards to what we do. Be, you know, be sub Brandon. You know, he's gonna be better um, than he was, you know, as a freshman. Um, you know, he he goes about his business. Uh, he's had, you know, he's I, he's another. He shoots the ball better than his percentages. Uh, so, um, you know, I can go off now as you know the numbers I look at. But I, I will say this: the guys are progressively getting better. You know, we chart our, you know, we chart our, sh- our shooting workouts. So, um, you know, guys are definitely as we progress. Guys have definitely gotten gotten better uh, and, and and more comfortable, um, and and you know, in shooting the ball. Coach, yesterday we had the news uh, come out uh, that the season will start on November twenty fifth. So just. Yeah. Talk about your thoughts and uh, what the what the staff has had to say uh, regarding that decision. Um, is, is that what you guys were expecting? And uh, I, I know um, the Gulf Coast uh, Showcase uh, that we're taking part in uh, that that will now be the start of the season, correct? Uh, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, kind of. I mean, a lot of things were being thrown out. You didn't know. I mean, we knew it wasn't, probably wasn't going to be thirty-one games. Um, so, you know, you 31, 25, 27, 28, you know, uh, all those numbers were being kicked around. So not surprised at that. The date, the 25th, that was the date that we were starting to hear. Um, you know, 14th would be 42 days before your first game. You get 30 practices in 42 days. Um, so uh, not too, surpri- too, too surprised at, at that because we have been hearing stuff for so, you know, for, you know, especially for like the last three weeks leading into it. Um, but I mean, as far as my thoughts, I mean, I, I guess, well, we got to wait to see what our league does with conference play. So we don't really have a clear picture yet because we've, we've, we've been 18 games in league play. So now if we go to 20, then that changes things a, a little bit. So that's where, you know, things could get, could get a little tricky. Do you still, you know, you still do you, cause you have your, M, you know, MTE is what the golf, you know, showcase is called. So it's a multi-team event. So you get three games there and then you have your out of conference, uh, you know, slate. You're not going to be able to keep every out of conference game. So now you got to figure out, you know, which out of conference games do you keep? So there's a, you know, there's a strategy that, you know, that it has to go, you know, in, 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 in regards to that too. Um, so I don't think, you know, until you get the, until we get the conference thing settled, cause I mean, it sounds like a little bit, so it's only two games. Well, two games means a lot. So, um, so I think you get, you know, even clearer picture, you know, when, when that happens. Taking a look at the that field in the Gulf Coast Showcase, which is November 25th to the 27th, and includes Akron out of the MAC, um, Delaware, who won 20 games last year in the CAA, yeah. um, Fordham, Fordham uh, out of the A-10, Indiana State, uh, who's um, an upper echelon team in the Missouri Valley, uh, and then um, Vermont, who uh, won 26 ball games a year ago and is always um, the, the America East uh, class. Yeah. yeah. They actually almost won it uh, at UVA last year. Actually, because actually I saw the game, they were, they were really good. So they they lost uh, kids named Anthony Lamb. He was the best player, uh, but uh, John Beck was a really you know really good coach. So he'll 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 have those guys ready. Um, Akron, you know, John Gross has done a terrific job. Uh, you know, with 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 them, uh, I want to say they were. I guess the MAC has two divisions, and I want to say it was four teams that won twenty or more, and they were one of them. I, I want to say they won like twenty four games. I think actually, they might have been the first seed in the tournament because they won their bowling. They beat beat out Bowling Green at the end for. Uh, I want to say they were number one seed in the tournament. If you know, if that was going to take place. Uh, uh, Delaware, you know, now they lost, you know, they lost a couple guys too. Uh, Nate Darling put his name in the draft, so not having him back. 
Justin Mutz, grad transfer, went to Virginia Tech. So they lost two really good players. But um uh you know, I I, I actually I know I know their staff well. they you know, they they still got some guys that can play. So uh so they'll, you know, they'll figure it out. I mean, Coach Inglesby, Martin, he'll 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 figure it out. Uh who just said Indiana State. I really don't know too much about them. Actually, when I was at Cincinnati, we actually scrimmaged them. Uh, and uh, they actually, you know, for 30 minutes, you know, they gave us, you know, we, and we pulled away, but for 30 minutes, they, they gave us all we could, all we can handle. Uh, so at least I know what their mentality is going to be. Uh, who, who else? Just one moment. Um, it was, and then you also have Fordham out of the, out of the A10, um, mm-hmm. and that's what like I like I told you before we went live. Um, I'm in the Greater Charlotte area, and I'm only about 20 miles from Davidson as well. Yeah. So a lot of times, if I'm not coming to Greenville or staying at home to watch the Pirates play on TV, I'll use my coach's pass and go over uh-huh. to Bell Arena and uh, in Davidson. Um, Bob McKillop's clubs are very entertaining to watch. Yes, yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, I don't know too much. Of, I know how good Fordham will be. I mean, Coach Newbauer, he's another, he's a veteran coach. So, I mean, he, you know, he'll have, you know, he'll have something. He's a, he's old, you know, he worked for a lot of years with Coach Beeline. So, uh, you know, you can't underestimate anybody, especially in the times that we're in right now, because we've all went through, four months four and a half months we, we didn't do anything so now it's going to come down to you know there's going to be some teams that everybody thought were you know they were supposed to be really good and they might you know i mean we've seen in the in the, in the you know watching the nba in the bubble <laughs> i mean you know we're all sitting here thinking you know the clippers and the lakers are going to play and you know the clippers are going home you know we thought the bucks would be in the championship they're going home so i mean you just never know you just never know. And the other two teams in the field that I have not mentioned are Omaha and then also, um, let's see here, um, Middle Tennessee. Uh, Middle Tennessee, they were very down a year ago just w- from a wins-loss standpoint. But yeah. at the same time, uh, in the not-so-distant not so past, what they were beating Michigan or somebody in the NCAA tournament. Michigan State. Michigan State, yeah. So when I we actually Michigan played – yeah, we actually play uh, middle. You know, when 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 Kermit was there, um, I mean they got you know they got tradition, man. So um, I mean they won at Asheville. So I mean he'll figure it out. Hey, look, I'm from the I'm from the 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 mindset and the theory. Of I respect everybody. <laughs> still got you know you still got to go out there and make you know make more plays than the other team to win the game at the end of the day that's what it comes down to all oh, and all you gotta do is win by one <laughs> but that's all you gotta do is win by one you gotta make one more play than the other team made that's it <laughs> so coach my uh, no sorry like go ahead. last year you know, a lag there. no okay now i was saying like last year you know ecu was in a lot of close games now you know a lot of games with you know six seven you know eight points I mean, we're healthier now. Um, we got a year under our belt. I mean, you know, we we can we can we can make a jump. We can make a jump, and uh, I feel confident that we would we will make the jump. Absolutely, uh, I I just start to smile just thinking about the possibilities of um, what what Minji's. Uh, has been on some isolated occasions. I look forward to it being that way consistently. But uh, my one of my co-hosts, Dave Richmond, uh, chimes in. He's just saying, hey, coach, welcome to Greenville. So happy to have you as a pirate. And we're ready to get East Carolina back to the big dance. Um, but then he said, with your experience at Cincinnati for seven years, um, and he says, what does it take for the Pirates to win the American? Uh, just talk about going from where we are now uh, to the middle part of the league and then the upper echelon of the league. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's, it's you know, everyone's you know, wants to go from the bottom to the top, you know, it's not going to happen overnight. 
so I do think now with this team back, you know, a second, you know, a second year together, um, you add a couple, you know, talented, uh, you know, young guys to go to the mix, you know, the health, you know, and I think that's the biggest thing. We got to keep, we got to keep our, our, our better guys got to be healthy. Uh, um, we can get to the, again, cut our turnovers down. Shoot, you know, shoot the ball better. Uh, you know, when we have when we have opportunities, but again, you can't. We can't get in, you know, because you don't shoot it great, you can't win. If you don't turn it over, you play really good defense. You don't make a lot of mistakes. You out rebound people because again, there's more shots that you get at the basket than they do. Um, I think you put yourself in a position where you have a, you know, where you have a chance to win. And you know what? I, my years at Cincinnati, we didn't. It, it wasn't. I mean, we didn't have. Honestly, we had the best players in the league all the time. We didn't. But um, now we got to the point. You know, later later on, we had. You know, we had some really good teams with Gary Jacob. Evans, Darren Cumberland, Kyle Washington, Troy Carpain, um, you know, Nasir Brook, Trey Scott, who, you know, ended up this year, you know, making first team all league team, you know, first team all, you know, in the American. And I want to say he was the second highest leading vote getter out of all the all, all conference guys. And he was a red, he, he was a red, he red shirt. He was a red shirt guy. So, you know, guys developed. The, the same way with our guys here, we got to develop them. Um, and, you know, it takes a little time to happen. Hey, look, Coach Dooley, you know, Co- you know Coach Rock, they've been doing it a long time. Um, they've been on both sides of the fence. Where you got to build it. And then on the other side, where you sitting over there, and, you know, you're looking at the other team and, you know, you have the top team. Uh, you know, it's different being on, being on both sides of that. So, you know, in saying all that, you know, what will it take? Well, you know, certain things we will have to do better than we did last year. I'm confident that we'll be able to do that. Um, you know, and you'll get to the, we can get to the, you know, get to the, get to the middle. But I, you know what? I don't want to stop saying it's short of there because you know what? Like I said, with all this stuff going on, anything can happen. I don't, I don't want to put no ceiling on no team. I won't put no seal on no team, you know. We we want to we want to be that next banner hanging up in the gym. Absolutely. So, hey, if it if 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 it's twenty twenty one when it happens, I, hey, look, I'm all hey, tell Dave, I'm all for it. <laughs> I'm all for it. Now, coach, uh, you, you referenced the bubble a moment ago. Uh, a couple more things for you uh, as yep. we start to wrap this wrap this up. I'm um, just. Um, so what's your what's your, what is your favorite NBA team and uh, who are you who do you like to watch on more from an individual standpoint as far as a favorite player or two? Uh, now you gonna ask me something like that? You know what? I don't uh, I don't necessarily have a favorite team per se, but I mean I, I love watching you know I love watching LeBron, um, but you know what the other guys that people don't talk about a lot okay um kyle lowry i love watching him i actually know his older brother Lonnie. so and we you know we communicate throughout the whole playoffs and all that so i love watching kyle play i like watching jason tatum play i love marcus smart so i like guys like that because they affect winning jimmy butler i like him too um you know, just watching, you know, I love Pat Riley, what he's done with, you know, with that organization and how they, you know, they came in. They weren't a sexy choice. And look what they're doing. You know, Bam Adebayo is the, is the new age NBA center. Team's going to be trying to find the next the next Bam because, you know, he he gets every rebound. He goes after every rebound. He won the game the other night with the block, a brilliant block on Jason Tatum at the rim. Uh, and the most the 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 most spectacular thing about that was he blocked it with his left hand. Most guys, right-handed guys, come across their body to try to block it, and they end up fouling the guy. So for him to be able to jump up and get that high 
and Bucket with his left hand was very impressive. Uh, on a player like Tatum, I mean, anybody else he might would have put it in or gets fouled. So um, I'll tell you what, though, the Nuggets, man, they've been <laughs> – They've been a joy to watch. I mean, you talking about two series in a row coming, you know, coming back from three one. Um, actually, this morning I actually watched the first half of their uh, of their game six, and the Clippers. I mean, they were dominant in the first half. I mean, it was sixty three forty seven at the half, and then this is the second half of these games. They just, you know, they just fall apart. So, uh, um, but Denver's been a really good offensive team. So here's the thing about the, the NBA teams. Your best players got to play, got to, they got to show up. They got to play. So Paul Jordan, Kawhi Leonard didn't. Jokic and Murray did, and that's why they won. You know, so, um, but it's, it's, it, you know, it's been a joy to have, have basketball back. So uh, I, I've enjoyed, I've enjoyed the bubble. Uh, you know, not having a crowd, you know, you guys' voices, like when Chris Paul was playing, he impacts the game with his voice, you know. Um, so, I don't know, that's how I feel about it. Kind of rambled all over the place, but I, I just like basketball in general. So, so I, I, I love watching whoever's playing. Yeah, Stephen, Stephen, I go horse the colors.net. I know you talk about that Nuggets team. Uh, He's already he pulls for the Denver Broncos, son, so I don't know if that and then just the combination <laughs> of, of him um, finding their style of play so exciting, like you're saying, uh, he's kind of adopted them as his uh, team during during the bubble playoffs. Hey, and they're doing this without Will Barton, who's their third best player. I mean, Will average 15, 16 a game, you know, and and to not have him and still being able to do this, you know, I mean that's. Coach Malone, he's a he's a he's a New Jersey guy. So you know, Coach Dooley, you know, he's he's uh you know he's happy about happy about that. One is uh called one of his homeboys is winning. So that's you know that's 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 good to see. And coach, obviously the, the final thing I have for you, um the last few months have not been typical in terms of or uh, in, in in terms of a lot of things, but going out to eat uh, hmm. is, one, is one of those. Um, so have you had the chance to enjoy some Eastern North Carolina barbecue yet? Uh, no, nah, not, 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 not yet. Not, uh, I haven't been to, uh, to too many barbecue places yet. I need to, I, I'll, I'll, I'll get it though. Uh, I'm a, I'm a finicky eater. Anybody that knows me, you know, I'm, I'm, uh, you know, I got a couple of things that I like and I kind of stick with them. So, uh, uh, <laughs> but I, I we'll, we'll, we'll get, we'll get some of that. We'll get some of that. We'll get some of that barbecue. Grilled chicken guy. Salmon. Grilled salmon. 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 Okay. Grilled salmon. I, I'm no, I'm no, I'm the only person in history that'll, uh, that'll go to a, a high level steakhouse and you think I'm about to get, get this big steak. Let's say you go in Ruth Chris or wherever it is and I get salmon. I go to Outback. I get salmon. I guess Texas Roadhouse. I get salmon. So yeah, my I don't know that my dad's gotten it at Outback or wherever, but uh, but yeah, he's he's big as far as throwing some salmon on the grill as well. Yep. Me and me and Rock uh, went to went to Outback. Uh, what two weekends ago? Yeah, two weekends ago. Yeah, we snuck in there. So yeah, it was good. Coach, uh, I know I've put it on the screen uh, during the show, but um, tell folks how they can follow you on social media and um, and and so forth. Uh, my my uh, Twitter account is uh, Coach Coach Jack ECU. Um, I check it all. I check it several times a day. Uh, so that's that's where I'm at. Coach, really appreciate your time. Appreciate you um, being so generous and um, spending so much time with us uh, this evening. Uh, look forward to uh, having you back on as the season uh, approaches. And best of luck to you and the staff. And we can't wait to get Minji's rocking. Thank you very much, Bubba. And uh, any any time, man. Be glad to be glad to come back on. Look forward to meeting you. Me.
Absolutely. Thanks so much, Coach. And we'll, we'll uh, tag and mention you on social media when we release this on uh, all of our other podcast platforms like TuneIn. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Thanks so much, Coach. Take care. All right. Have a good one. Appreciate Antoine Jackson uh, spending so much time with us this evening on uh, talking East Carolina Pirate basketball. Uh, we will be joined later on uh, by Mike Mullis, Mully. Um, we'll join us to talk a variety of topics, and then we'll also catch up with our good buddy, Terry Gallagher. Terry's moves from Georgia uh, down to the Port City in Wilmington. So Terry will spend some time with us on the first part of the first part of the um, seven o'clock hour tonight. And then uh, we will, of course, um, be catching up with Mully after that. I'm talking East Carolina football, um, Major League Baseball, et cetera. And so if you missed part of this show, definitely go back and check it out. It is, of course, archived right here on Facebook. And if this is our YouTube channel, be sure to like, follow, and subscribe. And like I just mentioned to Coach, it will be on all of our audio-only platforms like YouTube, excuse me, YouTube, um, TuneIn, SoundCloud. Um, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, you name it, you can probably find it on any of those podcast platforms. But uh, for my absent co-host, Dave Richmond and Kyle Barber, I'm Bubba Rosenbaum, and you have been watching and listening to the Sports Objective Podcast on Facebook and YouTube. Until next time, go Pirates! <laughs>